Welcome back to SEN Fridays in the top end. Thanks to Rain and Horn Darwin. We will love your listing. Gee, it's been a controversial week on the MRP and tribunal front. Obviously, the big one was Hawthorne skipper James Sicily receiving a three-week ban for his tackle against Hugh McCluggage last weekend. Plenty of talk about that. Um, it's been the topic of conversation for about five days now. The Hawks are looking to appeal the decision. As football purists, as people that coach locally, what was your thought on that, the Sicily incident? Yeah, I think if I'm going through history, the last few years, it's it hasn't... Um, yeah, I think... The outcomes is just, yeah, the outcomes now are the primary sort of thing, isn't it? So Pretty much. You don't think a bloke gets concussed, you're in trouble. Yeah, mm. a bloke gets concussed no matter how the circumstances mm. are, even if it's accidental, it seems like. They'll look at it at least, yeah. yeah. and it was sort of like your, it's your fault. I don't think there's, has there been it's any almost this year? guilty until proven innocent. If yeah. someone is concussed, you have to prove that you've done everything in your duty of care to avoid that outcome, I reckon. I, I, I do think just because of the outcome, it's a one-weeker, mm. but... I don't think it's a three, and I think there's a lot of people that think it shouldn't even be one week. Yeah, bottom line. definitely, because you, you look at the way Sicily does it; he's, it's like a diving action mm. as well. Like he's mm. not, you know, had a fifty, like a chance to bloody. You well, know, he was sitting in his bum, really. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. you know, he's he's come from the ground to tackle him, and then yeah, like he, and you never tackle with intent to, you know, I'm going to knock this bloke over, nah. especially nah. AFL Can't level, like it's, yeah. um, and you just want to tackle as hard as you can. Um, because if you don't, and that's the way you've, you've taught and that's the way you, you train. So, mm. um, yeah, it's, it's a definitely like like you're saying, it's a result of if you get a head knock, doesn't matter if it's from the, you know, the bloke tackling you, it's, it's, most of the time it's the ground and then you're done. Like, yeah. since they're concussed, it's, you might as well, here's your one week. And most of these um, incidents, I can you can like look at it and when you put them into slow-mo, you could say like it was um, reckless, you yeah. know. But mm. it's like when you're going at a contest 100 miles an hour and you're meant to impact a contest, half a contest, yeah. it makes it really tricky because then straight away on the commentary, you'd get yeah. called out for being yeah. soft, not exactly. going hard enough. Oh, exactly. yeah. and, so it's, uh, plus, obviously, Raf's the only one in this table that knows yeah. what it's like to play AFL, but can you imagine the speed at which oh, the game's yeah. played? Like, you know, we step up from a reserve to NTFL Premier League or something, and it's like, oh, gee, the ball's zipping around fast here, let alone at AFL level. You don't have time, I reckon, to, you know, analyse every single movement that you're making on the field. I understand basic duty of care, things like that front-on-bump rule that they changed about a decade ago makes a lot of sense to me, but gee, it's a it's a very slippery slope, this one. I think yeah. about AFL coaches, and you look at a guy like Luke Beveridge, and, and this is what he had to say about the vision, uh, showing vision and the AFL's release last week, um, and where his players sit. Purely because um, I can't tell the players to go out and avoid accidents, and um, the main thing with our players is there's a discipline in what we do and our players don't go out and intend to hurt anyone when they tackle, they tackle within the rules. But, you know, occasionally if there's a player momentum or the, the size of the player, the tackler is bigger than the, the player they tackle or there's more momentum from a certain direction, sometimes it's just it's difficult. So, because you can't control that, um, we just chose not to, not to show the vision. Interesting stuff there, I reckon, by Bevo. How do you handle it from a coach's perspective? Because everything that happens at the elite level eventually flows down locally. So if you're coaching a local club next year in Darwin and they basically say, hey, we're going to crack down on this and and fall into line like the AFL is, how are you going to coach your team? Would you make any changes or would you go the Bevo approach? Probably the same approach, but, yeah, you never... Go tell your players to go unless we're you know we're going to tackle everyone and try and hurt them when we tackle them or you know 
as soon as I see someone run past a footy to you know to run mm. into someone, that's that's a big no-no in, in my eyes, and that's definitely not in the rules. So mm. you know, but when you that's the thing when you we talk about like you know those fifty-fifty balls, and if you don't want to go in any harder now because mm. you might accidentally bump him in the head when you're trying to pick the footy up, um, you know you you could find yourself on the receiving end. But if you pull out of that contest, you you hear it from your coach, your teammates, you know your supporters, and imagine doing it on an AFL stage oh, like 100%. You, everyone's an expert in AFL days and on the social media stuff especially. So yeah, yeah, and all the footy shows put you in that perspective as well. I think if I was coaching, I'd just write it out because the NT. NFL tribunal can be very inconsistent, so mm. I wouldn't really, you know. And it's sort of the way I think Luke Beveridge is: is that if you if an accident happens where you knock a player out, we can't really do much yeah, anyway. Exactly. So it's like, what's the point? You're going to get you're going to cop your whack. Well, we yeah, spoke about so. it off air. I think it's a fairly uh, accurate assessment to say that if you can cuss someone in an incident playing football, it's almost guilty until proven innocent, and you have yep. to you have the the right, you know, you have to prove that you haven't done anything wrong rather than the other way around and they prove that you've done something yeah, wrong. Yeah, and we do have big, massive legal ramifications for this though now. So I think that is also something that's driving this behind the scenes. Mm. Um, yeah. So... Yeah, the lawyers will be earning their money this the, year. Yeah, yeah, the future, like Making people having problem, you know, yeah, having memory loss and stuff like that we hear with you know, yeah. previous concussion rule, uh, you know, stuff. And But the one, I, the Mansell one, I, I find tricky because that's, like, that's a 50-50 ball. They get there at the same time for the mm. follow to get, um, you know, three weeks for that. That's <laughs> that's a harsh one because that's the one I talk about, that 50-50 ball. Um, you know, if he pulls out and lets him grab it, you know, mm. and, and tackles him as hard as he can, he probably hurts him more the way when he tackles him as well because well, he's going 100 mile an hour. <laughs> Byron Pickett would have been in some trouble oh, he, if he played yeah, in these days, wouldn't he? Yeah, he would. He probably <laughs> he probably spend more time on, on the sidelines than actually playing because you know even the way he tacked the footy. If you're in the way, he's hurting you while he's picking the ball mm. up. And you know now though, if you did that these days, you, you'd get in trouble and they'll get the free kick and he'd probably receive a couple of match suspension as well. Yeah, 100. percent So. I do agree, Raf. Uh, I'm a Tiger man, but I did look at the Mantle incident last week, and as soon as I saw it, I thought he's going to be in big trouble. And that doesn't mean that I'm disagreeing with your point about you know Mantle didn't have a lot of other options, and he would have been criticised if he pulled out of the contest. But obviously, 2023, it's a different sport yep. now, and um, it didn't surprise me one bit to see that he was offered the three weeks. Sicily, perhaps a little bit of a surprise, given the commentary around that straight away from everyone in the media was surely this doesn't get looked at. Yeah. Um, I definitely wasn't thinking surely it won't get looked at. I knew. It would definitely get looked at, given that you know McCluggage was so groggy when he got up. Um, but I don't know if you watched the football last night, and there was talk about potentially Patrick Dangerfield getting looked at for a tackle that he did on Connor Rosie. If that is looked at for even more than five seconds, that'll be one of the worst decisions ever. It's absolutely yeah, it's terrible <coughs> if that happens. Dangerfield executed probably the perfect tackle on Connor Rosie. You start to lose a lot of um, AFL oh, old school fans very quickly, um, and it's heading down that path if they keep this up. So, mm. yeah, it's it's not good for the game. State of uh, If I was rugby league, I'd be marketing the state of origin as the sport with the big hits and the yep. big bumps and the tackles and, and try and capture some of that market because there will be some people getting more and more disenfranchised with the way the game's going in the AFL. And I'm the last bloke that puts up and says, oh, you know, back in my day, footy was tough or footy's too soft now. Definitely not saying that. I've still got tremendous respect to anyone playing AFL and how tough they are. But the, the product and, and visually how it looks with all these rules and the coaches openly putting their hand up and players openly putting their hand up and saying they're confused. It's a little bit of a concern for our game, isn't it? Yeah, it is. But I reckon basketball and soccer are going to be the big beneficiaries of this stuff. Um, soccer does have some mild concussion stuff coming through. Rugby league is very touchy now, though, with concussions as well. 
um, especially when you're watching games, HIAs and some, you know, if a player gets in, you know, any little head knockback in the day, you know, they just play mm, on. Just keep going, yeah. 10 or 15 <coughs> in the bin. Is there much of that in junior rugby league? Obviously, your son plays. Is there a lot of like, hey, if you get hit in the head, we'll, we'll keep the kid off the rest of the game? Or is it still a bit I haven't seen rest? anything like that at the moment. But yeah. um, my son got knocked out playing footy, so he wears a head guard now in league. Yeah. But um, no, nah, I haven't seen anything like that yet. Mm. But there hasn't been any incidents. Interesting. Probably talk about all that stuff all day, but we do need to go to the news very, very shortly. So stay with us here. Plenty of AFL action last week and this week that we will get through and much more to come here on SEN Fridays in the Top End. Thanks to Rain and Horn Darwin, finding a place to write your next chapter.